The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 351. I hope that wherever you are today that you're doing very well and if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me. To get that you can head over to my website robertjamescoaching.com and you can book in there directly for that free session or if you prefer you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. Now, in today's podcast, a bit of a funny title, uh, a bit of a play on words, really, it's, uh, it's based on a, on a film, Fear and Loathing uh, in OCD Land. And uh, really, what I'm talking about here is, is when we go down the rabbit hole with OCD, when we get into that particular place uh, where we are letting go of our power in a way by ruminating by resisting the anxiety and inadvertently making things worse for ourselves and I'm going to be talking about about that and how we can generally help ourselves to not do that Uh, I really hope that you enjoy if you'd like to uh, to follow the podcast some more you can head over to Instagram and follow and like there my Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK um and yeah off we go guys i really hope that you enjoy if you have any questions at all do please let me know and off we go if you struggle with ocd then you will be only too aware of the horrendous feeling when you feel like you're kind of out of control that the ocd has kind of taken over and um You've been taken down that that rabbit hole, um, and you you know when, when this happens, unfortunately, it kind of feels that we can't find our way back uh, very easily. Uh, we've taken the bait that the OCD has has given us, and in the process, you know we've we've actually really got ourselves all tangled up, all stuck, um, you know, and it can be very difficult to to kind of get back and. Uh, the way in which I've described this in in the title is is fear and loathing and OCD land. And in a way, when we start to ruminate and when we start to resist anxiety, this is kind of what we're doing. We're we're kind of going into this uh, this kind of land of limbo where we're not quite in the normal reality anymore. Or well, that's what it feels like anyway. Um, you know, we're in this OCD reality where everything um, that we that we view once we're in that reality is actually tainted by the obsession it's the you know just about the only thing that we're actually thinking about as we go through our day you know we might be actually trying to get on with other things but most of the time we're giving at least 50% of our attention to the obsession we could be 
sat around uh, in, in a social setting, but still um, having 50% or more of our attention on, on this thing. We could be at work, we could be, uh, we could be doing all sorts of different activities, um, but still we would have one foot in OCD land trying to figure out this thing that's been bothering us, uh, checking, mentally checking in our head, um, going over it again. And, you know, this is a really difficult um, place to be. But actually, it's something that I'm sure that you, if you struggle with OCD, you can relate to. Um, You know, our attention um, is something that is so, so important when it comes to OCD. Um, And realizing that we do actually have a lot more control over that attention than we give ourselves credit for. you know, with with OCD, what tends to happen is when the anxiety begins to get bad, and we start to resist that anxiety because obviously it's it it is that bad and it's that uncomfortable. Unfortunately, that resistance creates more anxiety, and before we know it, we start ruminating about it and performing all these compulsions to deal with those difficult emotions, and we get stuck um, in in that kind of old habit, that old loop. And this really is the kind of entry point into that OCD world, um, you know, where we feel stuck. And so much of that is actually about attention. Our attention is being taken from us in these situations. Our attention is being stolen by OCD. And um, unfortunately, it's not that we're actually not paying attention anymore. Uh, in fact, a lot of people with OCD are really good at paying attention, but it's that we're, we're actually paying attention to the wrong things. We're paying attention with enormous detail to the particular obsession that might be going through our head. We're looking at it from every different angle, from every different point of view, and you know we're trying to, to figure it out. So it's not that you're not paying attention. Um, another thing about people with OCD when it comes to attention is they're also very good at hiding the fact that they're actually up in their heads worrying and ruminating about things um, when they're even surrounded by other people. And this is, you know, something that I think a lot of people with OCD do is we tend to be really good at disguising the fact that you are really struggling. Um, most people don't really want other people to know what's going on and so we tend to disguise it and hide it and this actually takes an enormous wealth of attention and ability um, and sometimes creativity because you're kind of putting on this performance almost where you're being aware you're paying attention to what's going on around you but at the same time you're really paying attention to your thoughts and no matter where those thoughts uh, may lead you you're kind of somehow more or less keeping track of you know, all of the different uh, uh, challenging thoughts that come up and the different spider webs of thoughts that, that we kind of create in our minds in relation to them. And we're keeping track of all that whilst also keeping track of conversations going on around us, uh, whilst also monitoring that internal anxiety and how high it is. And, you know, we're doing all of these things and kind of paying attention to them at the same time. So it's not that we can't pay attention, but OCD forces us in a way to pay attention to the wrong things. 
And that's really uh, where I think, you know, today I wanted to kind of talk about, um, you know, what you can do. I always like to focus on, you know, as well as pointing out some of the typical problems that I think, you know, uh, people struggle with, with OCD, and I certainly struggle with myself sometimes, as well as pointing those things out, of course, I like to focus on well, what can we do. Unfortunately, you know, when it comes to focus, there is uh, a lot that we can do. But as I've just pointed out there, you know, it isn't simply a problem that you you can't focus. It's more recognizing that you do have much more ability than you may realize to focus your attention where you need it to be, to remove your attention from all of this fear and loathing um, in OCD land and actually to to kind of uh, pin it and, and really put it onto much more helpful things. So how do, we, how do we go about doing that? Well, we're going to come back to acceptance commitment therapy because obviously uh, I talk about that a lot. It's something that um, is incredibly helpful, uh, has been very, very helpful for me in terms of my OCD. And, you know, one of the big elements of acceptance commitment therapy is really figuring out your values and then choosing to focus your attention away from yourself, away from the internal dialogue, away from trying to figure everything out, away from keeping track of that spider web of problems that, that we've created in our head. Acknowledging that all those things are actually there because it's not about you know trying to uh, push those things away or say that they don't exist. They do exist and they are there. It's not healthy to say that they're not. Um, but what we need to do with acceptance commitment therapy is to do our best to allow those things to just be there in the background whilst we choose to focus our attention onto a valued activity, something else that is more important. So if you are there with a whole bunch of people um, that you're spending time with, whether that's a work setting or a social setting, can you actually put much more attention onto those people in that situation? Can you really try to um, be much more present to what's going on? Can you listen more attentively to the conversations? Can you come into your body a bit more with an anchoring technique that we talked uh, talked about before in the podcast where you focus more on your body? Uh, you, t- you try to take a few deep breaths uh, to try to anchor yourself into your body and you try to be aware of your body as you actively listen to uh, the people that are around you. Can you be more animated in the conversation that you're having with somebody? What you don't want to be doing is splitting your attention in the way that people with OCD, and I certainly have been guilty of and sometimes still do. Uh, I still do this at times, unfortunately. You know, which is where you're having a conversation with somebody, but at the same time, you're paying attention to your internal monologue. You're paying attention to the sensations of anxiety in your body, and you're not really present in that conversation. You're just kind of showing up and acting as if you are more or less present. I've been there myself, so of course, no judgment with that. Um, But it does help if we just um, try to be a bit more animated in the conversation, try to get into it a bit more, maybe try to tell a joke, try to be present. Um, And it may surprise you when you really do that and you just try to let go 
of you know that overthinking um, for five ten minutes where you just give yourself a rest effectively you know when we choose to come into the present moment which again this is a really big part of acceptance commitment therapy and uh, and focus our attention on something else you know even if that's only for five ten minutes whilst you're in that social uh, social setting what you're effectively doing is you're just giving your body and mind a rest from all that incessant obsessive thinking which really is that fear and loathing that I was kind of talking about earlier um, you know that that can be really really helpful and try to remember as well this analogy of the stage and a spotlight um, your focus you know you really want to start protecting that focus it's the thing that can really help you out when it comes to your OCD so you know whether that is you know doing mindful meditation uh, doing exercise on a regular basis because that helps with focus whether that's doing breath work um, whether that's practicing refocusing onto your values um, all of those things if you think of this kind of stage analogy and imagine that you're controlling a spotlight um, when we are really struggling with OCD and we're getting lost in the fear and loathing kind of OCD land it's when we've allowed the spotlight <clears throat> to go all the way over to the left hand side of the stage where the stage hand is or all the way over to the right hand side of the stage where there's nothing there to kind of shine a light on that's really what we do with OCD. We're shining a light on these most uh, innocuous, bizarre things that other people aren't really paying attention to, but we are because we've got in a habit of doing that. Really, what we want to do is to swing that spotlight back onto the center of the stage. And that's your values. That's the things that you care about. That's the stuff that you really want to pay attention to. And it may be that when you do this, you have to give it more energy. You have to be more animated in whatever it is that you're doing in order to keep that spotlight there. And you might have to keep bringing it back because we know we're going to get distracted. We know we're going to have setbacks. But whenever we do, we try to be non-judgmental about that and to simply bring that spotlight back to the stage uh, refocus pay attention again and like this we begin this process of actually being more present and more able to determine where our focus goes and when we can do that well you know I, I think that really goes a long way to to helping with you know dealing with OCD and managing it really well in the long term it's definitely been very helpful for me so there we go guys I really hope that you enjoyed that one if you have any questions at all do please let me know and I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. <laughs>